Father, we thank you. We thank you. Oh, what a presence. Father, we thank you. Father, what power. Power belongs unto you. We thank you for your power. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, beloved, what a mighty worship. Hallelujah. Will you put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 It's lovely to see you once again and everybody online. It's lovely to see your image or your, your name there. Praise God. Minister Teresa, it's lovely to see you. God bless you. Will you put your hands together for the Lord? And in fact, at the, just at this right moment, will you lift up your voice in prayer and say, Spirit of the living God, fall afresh on me. I need you. In my Christian work, beloved, we cannot live without the Spirit of God. Many a times we see many believers go wayward. We see many believers backslide. We see many believers doing things they should not do. They have lost the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Then that we are moving in a sealed conscience. Even that when the Spirit talks to us and directs us, we don't know because our sinful nature desire to go that route and that way. But this morning, we want to lift up a prayer and say, Father, rekindle your Spirit in me one more time. Let the Spirit of God fall on me. Let it come upon me like rain in the mighty name of Jesus. Let it soak me. Let it drench me in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me live my life by the Spirit. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Hallelujah. They are the daughters of God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We bless your holy name. Lead us in this service. Let your voice be heard and let your word come with power. In the mighty name of Jesus, everyone under the sound of my voice, those who have tuned in by Zoom, Father, let them experience the spirit of the living God. In the mighty name of Jesus, let your power rest upon their lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Will you put your hands together for the Lord? Hallelujah. As worship was going on, ministration was going on, uh, one of my son, Martin, said, oh, Pastor Becky says this is the very exact song she was singing uh, during prayer time. And for me, it, it confirms the word of God for today. Hallelujah. And also assures me always that the spirit of God is one. You can be in Afghanistan, the Spirit of God is one. You can be in Bristol, the Spirit of God, God in, is one. You can be in Africa, the Spirit of God is one. You can be in America, the Spirit of God is one, and it is true. Hallelujah. I mean, she had no idea when we are planning our service. She has no idea the songs that we, we put in our worship. Hallelujah. They have no idea, but the Spirit download onto us and in obedience to the Spirit of God. That is why she can send a message, oh my God, Martin, this is the very song I was singing. So for her, it bears witness with her that this is God. Amen. And I, I, I pray that 
I mean, by the mouth of true witness, an issue is established. Maybe you did not sing that song. Praise God. So, I mean, you are online and worshiping with us. Maybe you did not have that experience. That doesn't mean that the Spirit of God is not operating in you. But what it is, is it comes as a confirmation to know that you are at the right place. And that if you are tuning, like Lady Gifty said in the beginning of the prayer, if you are tuned in the Spirit, the same Spirit will work for you in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it, say amen. Praise God. But today I am super excited and to be here and to serve the Lord with you. Praise God. Everybody online this day. And for the next five Sundays, we are going to be on this journey. Hallelujah. We are going to be on this journey that the Lord is, is leading us as a ministry to go. And I believe it is all culminating in our year of acceptance that things will work in our favor and we will be accepted in the mighty name of Jesus. So today I am starting a new series. Hallelujah. I'm starting a new series entitled In the Power of His Might. Hallelujah. In the Power of His Might. So we will lay the foundational scripture and we will go into the foundation and from next week you begin to build on this series hallelujah and church i challenge you if there be any one series in this year that you must focus on you must uh, grab with all of your heart and with all of your spirit and if there be any message from bread of life ministry that you must walk with it is this message in the power of his mind when you capture this message, when you lock this series in your spirit, when you begin to meditate this series in your spirit and, uh, and you walk in it, I can guarantee you that your life will turn in a way you have never dreamt of in the mighty name of Jesus. I've come to challenge you this morning. If there be any message that will propel you into being blessed beyond your wildest dream, it is in the power of his might. Hallelujah. When his might come upon you, beloved, you cannot remain mediocre. You cannot remain a sitting on the fence believer. You cannot remain a Sunday church goer. You cannot just remain. So it is my prayer and I, I beseech you, and if I might use the word, plead with you that you engage in this service. You don't miss any of this series. That you be like the church in Beria. That when the message is preached, you not just shut your Bible or your notes along somewhere else, but you go back and read the word and meditate upon there and let the spirit of his might come upon you. And beloved, when that might comes upon you, you can never remain an ordinary if you believe it, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In the power of his might. Somebody, I want you to declare in the power of his might. Realize that it is not your power. It is not the power of the prime minister. It is not the power of the queen. It is not the power of your boss, but in the power of his might. In the power of his might. Many a times when the Lord 
is speaking to me, he gives me phrases and words. Amen. As I meditate, sometimes I don't just read the Bible. Sometimes I'll just be there and just so many things will be running through my spirit. And I'm in constant tune with the spirit of God. If you are here at church, let me encourage you. Be happy. Amen. Don't be serious as if like world, the world is coming to an end after service. Amen. Amen. Don't be serious as if world is coming to an end after service. Beloved, if the Lord tarries, we will be here after service. Amen. So love one another. You are a husband. Don't give your wife problems. Amen. I mean, I don't understand. Just love her. Praise God. Be kind to her. Show her some dignity and honor, respect. I mean, African people have this uh, uh, credibility that they don't respect women. It is not true. Amen. Amen. I respect Lady Gifty. I respect the women in my life. Even Amma, my daughter, I respect her. Amen. Amen. So please, if you are a wife, to submit. Amen. I mean, what, what is so difficult about submission and loving? In this COVID, you can't go anywhere. I mean, you are stuck at home if you are fortunate to be working at home. You can't go anywhere. So why do you make things difficult for yourselves? I mean, I don't know. It's not part of in the power of his might, but this will help you. So if you are not making your wife happy, if you are not making your husband happy, I mean, just pause the service right now. Just pause and just go and make peace with your wife. Go and make peace with your husband and come and continue. See, after all, what are we getting on this earth? Amen. You don't want the person to give the person so much stress that the person passes and now you are crying, you are doing everything. You say you wish I treated him or her differently. Please love one another. That is the only reason why they know that we are the disciples of Christ. And because many of us, we haven't been disciples. We don't know. He did not say that by this, we know that you are my church goers or you are my tithe givers. No. He said, by this love, you know that you are my disciple. And because many of us, we come to church, we are not disciples. We don't know how to love, but it is the only condition that would differentiate us from the world. So please, not just the husbands and the wife. If you are a child, if you are a father, if you are a daughter, if you are a son, respect, honor. Amen. You don't just do things anyhow. Amen. Honor. Honor. Before you pick the phone and you call your pastor, you call your first lady, you call your dickens, you call your fellow brother. Say, this I'm saying, is it honorable? Does it show respect? Amen. 
Beloved, God is love and so are we. Amen. I believe there is a whole message on itself. Yeah, let's love one another. Let's be there for one another. Amen. If you are a young person and in a relationship, don't hide it. That is why you go and pregnant people left, right, center. Don't hide it. We know that one once upon a time you will be married. If you are proud of that person, if you are proud of that person, you show them out. You 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 let them know because when you do that things under darkness, that is when all these things happen because nobody knows. If you've seen a, a, a nice, beautiful lady you want to marry, not just date, but marry. You bring them to your pastor. Pastor, this is the lady I want to marry. This is the man I want to marry. Let us cancel you. Encourage you to be married before you start producing babies. It doesn't honor God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's get to the word today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Ephesians chapter number three. Ephesians chapter number three. This is going to be our anchor scripture through this series. Hallelujah. Ephesians chapter number three. Thank you, Jesus. Reading from verse number 14. And I'll pick it from the New Living Translation. Hallelujah. When I think of all this, I fall to my knees and pray to the Father, the creator of everything in heaven and on earth. I pray that from his glorious, unlimited resources, he will empower, somebody say empower. empower. He will empower you with inner strength. Someone say inner strength. Through his spirit, somebody say spirit. Amen. So, and strengthen you with his spirit. Somebody say spirit. And that is why we need the spirit of God. Somebody, you miss a good place to say amen. Hallelujah. And this is how the Amplify put a verse number 16. He may grant you out of the riches of his glory, not someone's glory, but his own glory. Part of his glory is riches to be strengthened and spiritually energized. Amen. With power. Somebody say power. power. With power 
through his spirit in your inner self. So you see, God wants to deal with us not as the outward man, but as the inward man. Amen. Each one of us are governed or are led by our inner man and the outward man. Hallelujah. And that is not my message. Today, I just want to lay the foundation for in, 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 in the power of his might. So I won't go much into that. Hallelujah. But that is the whole series on itself. Praise God. But the Bible says that he will empower us. And not only that, also strengthen us. And he desires us to live the life of the inner man. Hallelujah. When we are led by the inner man, the outer man just follow. Many of us have ignored the inner man and we are living life by the outward man. And that leads to death and not life. The latter killeth, but the spirit giveth life. And the latter is led by the flesh, the outward man. But the, the, the spirit is led by the inward man. So Paul is admonishing us that although, that is why the Bible says that although this physical body is struggling, but on the inside we are being renewed day after day in the power of his mind. And I want to talk to you in this series about the power of his mind. And I believe every believer, every disciple, every follower of Christ, not just coming to church for church sake, but you want to do something for kingdom. You want to serve God in honesty, in holiness, in righteousness, and in his power. Beloved, we cannot do without the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do without the inner strength of his spirit. We cannot do by living life by the outer man or the flesh, but by the spirit of God. Are you receiving something for this morning? Hallelujah. But I love this from God's word. Amen. At least if you don't believe the New Living Translation, if you don't believe the Amplified Version, you must believe God's word. Amen. You must believe God's word. I am asking God. This is Paul. We don't want to go into the credentials of Paul. A Hebrew of Hebrews. And a Jew of Jew. For the things of the outward man, I have acquired so much that none of you can compare. But I, I lay them all aside. I, I count them as nothing for the things of the flesh, the things that we boast of, the things that we think make us. I have much more of it. But I don't even relent on those things. I don't depend on those things. I 
count all as loss and I fix my eyes on Jesus to attain a price that is laid ahead of me. This is the man who is saying and beseeching that I am asking God. So he knows if he's asking God, he knows that which he's asking for. What do you ask of God? What do you desire of God? Now every believer, our prayer is bless me club. We are in the bless me club. We want a new car. We want a car, not just because to serve somebody, but we want a car that will outdo that of my colleague. We want a car that will be, a, 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 I mean, a more fanciful one than my, my friend. Amen. I want to have more money than any youth in the church. Our desire have shifted so much because we live in the flesh. It is the flesh that desire all those things. They are men and women of God. Sincerely, and yet they don't even have one car. They don't even have one house they have built for themselves. And yet when they lift their voice and they sing, when they lift their voice and they speak, cancers disappear. Heart issues disappear. The blind see. The the, the dumb hear. Also miracle happens. And yet they don't, they don't drive Tesla. And now we, we pressure ourselves so much for the things of this world that a child of God will forsake righteous living, will forsake holiness, will forsake righteousness, will forsake the love of God, will forsake the precept of God and seek after the things of this world that do not satisfy. That do not give them peace. Just because we want to be the best thing happening. We want to drive the best cars. We want to drive the Porsche car. We want to have the best clothes. And even the clothes, they can't wear it properly. Praise God. Say, I am asking God to give you a gift. So it is not something that you work for. Amen. It is not something that you labor for. It is not something that you earn. It is a gift. Gifts are freely given. Many of you have received gifts. Some of the gifts you receive were strings attached. Amen. And some of you too have received gifts that was freely given. And you didn't have to pay for it. You didn't have to work for it. 
You didn't have to demand for it. Is there anybody online who has ever received a gift that you were minding your own business and somebody came and said, I thought I would bless you with this. Or somebody thought, I'll just give you this. I have this. Uh, I mean, I don't know what to do with it. And I thought of you and you can have it. You did not work for it. It was given to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I'm asking God to give you a gift from the wealth of his glory. So it is not the things that he has no need of. It is not his surplus. It is not the, the downgraded thing. But from the wealth of all that he has. The wealth of his glory. I pray that he will give you inner strength. Some of us, we lack that inner strength to withstand the devices of the enemy, the pressures of the outer man. But from this service, if you give yourself to the word of God, you will develop that inner strength that the inner strength will not fulfill the desire of the outer man in the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody shout the biggest amen right there. That you, he will give you the inner strength. So you lack strength, you lack inner strength, you lack order in the inner man to lead you and to direct you and to guide you. But from now on, the Lord will give you that strength that you need to say no to the things, the nonsense of this world and the pressures from all around you in the mighty name of Jesus and power through his spirit <laughs> and power through his spirit. Now, what do we mean? By in the power of his might. What is power and what is might? And in order to go further in this series, we need to understand the power we are talking about. And we also need to understand the might we are talking about. So that when you are seeking power and might, when you are moving in his power and in his might, realize that the apostle Paul is asking and praying for the wealth in his glory. So it is in God. It is coming from God, not any other source. Amen. It is the power and the might that is coming. The source is God. So if the source is God, then... <coughs> then we know the power thereof and the might thereof is of God and not of the things of this world. Amen. So we know that our power and our might is of God and not of this world. 
What do we mean by power? Amen. It is that which affords joy. Amen. In fact, the Tyler Greek Dictionary defines power as charis, which is translated as grace. Amen. Amen. The Tyler uh, Greek Dictionary defines power as charis, which is translated as grace. Amen. So when we are talking in the power of his might, we are talking about charis from which we get charisma. Amen. But we won't go into that. We just want to stay in the power. Amen. And it is that which affords joy. So when we talk of the power of his mind, we are talking in the joy of the Lord. Amen. We are talking of that 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 affords you with pleasure. Hallelujah. With delight and sweetness. How many of you want some sweetness in your life? How many of you want to have a delightful life? How many of you want to have a joyful life? Like one thing our world is lacking today is joy. Everybody you see with hard face. Amen. They are, they are so depressed and stressed. There's no joy. In their life, our world today, even in this pandemic, when this pandemic started, a lot of us have lost our joy. Amen. Many of us have lost our joy. I was speaking to some of my people the other time, and he said, Pastor. It is not even nice to live in this world anymore. The world is not nice to live in anymore. Amen. Why? Because of pandemic. Lockdown, lockout. Can do this, can do this. Can go there, can go there. Household can meet together, household cannot meet together. There must be a bubble group. And if they are not part of your bubble, you can meet. But these are people you love. These are people you cherish. These are people you had joy with. But now that they stop and you have lost your joy. You can't see the people you love to see. You can't go to the houses you have to go. Amen. So you have lost your joy. And how many of us would want to have some joy in our lives? It is good well. The power we are talking about, it is not like Gideon's muscles. Amen. Because I can see he's got muscles. And after lockdown, I'm coming for training. Praise God. <laughs> my mother-in-law wants me to build my muscles. So I'm going to build it for her. <laughs> my wife is shaking her head. <laughs> I promised my mother-in-law the next time she comes, I'll be like Gideon. Amen. <laughs> so I'm going to build. Muscles. But we are not talking of that kind of muscles. My son Gideon has it, and I'm proud of it, but he, he's got that power, but he's also got goodwill. He's got grace. 
He's got joy. That is the power we are talking about. It is all right to have that and to have the good will and to have the joy and to have the pleasure and to have the, the, the inner strength, the, the sweetness. Amen. It is good will. Loving kindness and favor. How many of us will say, Pastor, I need some favor in my life? Beloved, what you need is charis. You need the power. When power comes upon you, favor follows. Goodwill follows. Joy follows. You are here and say, Pastor, I've lost my joy. There is nothing to be joyful about. I'm doing well. Career is going well. Uh, account is balancing. Everything is working well. Family is good. But I don't have joy. Beloved, what you need is charisma. You need the power. That comes from God. And when that power comes upon you, joy will come. Hallelujah. It is the merciful kindness by which God exerts holy influence. Somebody say holy influence. So charis is a godly, merciful kindness by which God distributes or exerting his holy influence upon you and me, upon our soul, upon our inner man. So the power we are talking is godly influence. It's godly influence. You don't say I've got one million in my account, so I am powerful. What is that one million influencing? Who is it influencing? You don't say, I'm, uh, I'm a CEO, I've got a powerful job in the world, so you have power. What is that power influencing? But when we talk of charisma and the power in his mind, we are talking of the power that will not lead people to death, that will not lead people to sin, that will not lead people to their death. But it is the power that will influence, that will guide people into godly influence and holy influence. So if you've got that power, how are you influencing your wealth with that power? Amen. Is anybody understanding anything? Hallelujah. And listen to this. I, I love this. Amen. I said, it is <laughs> holy influence, praise God. And not only that, but turns them to Christ. So with, with that power that has come upon you, 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 you lead others to Christ. You've got that power. You've got that holy influence. So you've got friends, but none of your friends is following you to church because your, your, your influence upon their life is not leading them because they realize that, how should I come to church with you? 
So with your friends, with your inner friends, with your inner circle, how are you influencing them for Christ? I remember one time ago, Gideon told me, there was a guy he brought to church and for discipleship class. And I asked, where did you get this? He said, I work with a mom and the mom looked at my life and said, I want my son to befriend you. And when he introduced him to the son, he did not leave him the way he was. But I said, if you want to be my friend, this is what I do. What? Holy influence. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So when we talk of that power carries, we are talking of that what is due to grace. Amen. It is not by strength. It is not by what we have acquired, but it is due by grace. This is what Paul is praying and asking for you. And this is what we are praying and asking for, that we will lead our life that from in this year 2021 and the life ahead of us, we will live our life in his power, in the power of his mind. So it is not the power to abuse. It is not the power to subvert. It is not the power to take over, but it is power gracefully given. It is the power that you said, I will not abuse my position. I will not abuse my sonship. I will not abuse my power that has been entrusted unto me. It is the power I have received due grace. Somebody say due grace. So you see, when the Bible talks of power, amen, when it talks of power, I believe it is not Telling us the power and strength and the ability to subvert and to subdue. But a toss of the power due grace. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So if we will walk in the power of his mind, in order not to abuse the power when we receive it, we must understand what the power is for. It's for holy influence. Amen. It's for joy. And you go about to make everybody around you bitter and depressed. And Sunday you come and lead worship. Sunday you come and preach. Amen. Sunday you'll be taking offering. And yet you make everybody around you bitter and sad. That is not the power we are talking about. That is not the power Paul is asking for me and for you. That is not the power that we must desire for our lives. It is the power to delight. To to make someone delightful, to make someone believe in themselves. It is their power to lift someone from the downhill and set them up. It is their power to pull your arm around someone and say, you can make it gracefully walk them through, influencing them to Christ. Say, so this is how 
God has brought me by his power. He has moved mountains for me and he will move mountains for you. If you believe it, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Are you receiving something for today? Thank you, Jesus. One other way, I said we laying the foundations for today, so we're gonna run with this from next week. Praise God. We're gonna run from this one way, uh, from next week. Praise God. One other way, power is divine in the Greek. Is do not to somebody say do not to, and that is different from dunamis. Praise God. Dunamis is the indwelling power, amen. It is the inherent power, but for do not to, it is the power of might, strong, amen. It is mighty in wealth and influence. So when we talk of power, it is Paul says, Oh my god, let's go back to Ephesians 3. Amen. Let's go back to Ephesians 3. Then you, this will make sense to you. Amen. I pray that from his glorious unlimited resources, he will empower you. Amen. He will empower you. Thank you, Jesus. And this is how the God words put it. He said, I'm asking God to give you a gift from the wealth of his glory. And for donators, the power it is the wealth. Amen. It is the Wealth of influence. So it is in this wealth that he will give us this gift. So you understand when the Bible talks of the power, the power we are seeking, the power we must desire, is not the power to abuse, it's the dunatus power of God, which I said it is different from dunamis, which is an inherent power. An indwelling, infilling power, and that only comes from the Holy Ghost. And now come with me. Thank you, Jesus. In Matthew chapter number three, and I will end this for today. Matthew chapter number three, reading from verse number 11. And this is what the God word translation renders it. I baptize, talking about John the Baptist. Amen. I baptize you with water so that you will change the way you think. Metanimio, mind in the Hebrew. 
metamion, mind. So repentance is the change of mind. So John the Baptist is saying that I baptize with water so that you will change your way. The way you think, mind, metamion, it deals with the mind. We, we think with our mind. Amen. So he said, I baptize with water so that you will change. There will be a transformation of your thoughts. So you will change your mind, the way you think. You repent. Amen. And act. But the one, somebody say, but the one. But the one who comes after me, in other words, he was not the last baptizer. There will be another baptizer after him. But the one who comes after me is more powerful. And this one, the powerful there is dunamis. Amen. It is not dunatos, it is dunamis. It's more powerful. He has an inherent power of the Holy Ghost. It's more powerful. More graceful. Can you understand why he is the God of grace? Amen. Because his power is not to show strength and to muscles and to abuse, but graceful. For holy influence. Are you following with me? I'm building on this for next week. Amen. So, his power, the one who comes after me, and the one who comes after me, it's not like your pastor. It's not like your bishop. Neither is he like your prophet. But the one who comes after me is more powerful. So John is saying that if by this baptism you think that I am powerful, you haven't seen anything yet. Wait until you see the one who has the dynamis power. What I'm doing here is caris. Amen. But there is one coming after me who carries dynamis. Somebody say dynamis. It's more powerful. It's more powerful. Than I, I am not worthy to remove his sanders. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. And if that is your Bible, I want you to underline the Holy Spirit and fire. Let me quickly lay these foundations and we bring this service to a close. Amen. Is anybody getting blessed today? Yeah. Don't put this away. I see that only Dickness Betty taking notes that I can see here. But this series, let me encourage you to make notes. Amen. Because you must go back to the word and read again and meditate on it and be infused with what is being preached. Amen. Until the word becomes flesh in you, it will benefit you. It will not benefit you. So let the word become flesh in you. How does the word become flesh in you? It by music, meditating, studying it, going back, saying it to yourself, and working in it. That is when the word becomes profitable to you. 
So sometimes a short pencil is better than long memory. You might have the sharpest brain to retain every message preached, but sometimes it is better to put something down so you can go back and refer. Sometimes when I need to check on my notes, I go to Dickness Betty. Amen. Sometimes when I minister, like all this ministration, it's just out of my spirit. Amen. I know what God lays on my heart. And then I begin. So you will not find scripts. So sometimes I come to church and I'm thinking, how did that minister last week? I go quickly go to Dickness Betty and check with her notes to put me on track. Amen. It is better, a short pencil is better than long memory. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Come with me. Let's lay this foundation down. To John chapter number one. John chapter number one. Amen. Now, John is saying that if you have seen power, wait until you encounter the dunamis, praise God. And now he comes and says that, I did not know him. Amen. In John 1.33, he says, I did not know him. I did not recognize him as the Messiah, referring to the one who come after him. But, but he who sent me to baptize, he who gave me my credentials, he who gave me the grace, the power to baptize, it is in water said to me, he upon whom, he upon whom, he upon whom. So in order, this is what to make you see the Messiah. This is one to make you see the one who will come after you. This is the one who will make you to see the one whom you are preparing the way for. This is the one who will make you know the one that you are preaching repentance about, that they might change their mind. They might change the way they think. They might change the way they act. For there is one that is coming after you who will baptize them with power and with the holy fire and with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So John the Baptist is now saying that this is not a person I knew like Dominic. In other words, I do not play with him. I, I, I don't work with him. I don't go to gym with him. I don't eat with him. I don't know him, but this is how I knew him. My beloved, from today, the Holy Spirit will reveal things unto you that the things you do not know, you will begin to know in the mighty name of Jesus. The meeting that I plan against you in secret, the Holy Spirit, who is the revealer of all things, will be revealed unto you. John the Baptist said, I did not know him. As a matter of fact, you are Payakata. I've been preaching about repentance, and new people are changing your mind. You are changing the way you act and you are coming for baptism. One time he said to the people, you group of vipers, you brood of vipers who have been, who has told you to repent. You must change your ways. You must repent and follow and do that which is right. So he had the power and the grace to influence the people eh, onto holy Holy influence and to influence the people unto Christ. But John the Baptist, you might think that if he had the power to baptize, he had the power of revelation. He knows everything from the beginning to the end. As a matter of fact, they thought that John the Baptist was the Messiah, but he himself confessed that I am not the one, but there is a one who is coming after me, who is more powerful, who operates in the dunamis, who sanders. I am not worthy to carry 
and I see armor bearers around, and I can see John the Baptist, who people are fighting to be his armor bearer, and he himself is saying that I am not the one, the one who is coming after me, even me, whom you want to carry my arms, I am not even worthy to carry his arm, nor to unlace his sandals, I am not worthy, because he's not powerful, but I say even that, I did not know him, do you know him, I did not know him, do you know him, and how do you know him, is it by spirit revelation, oh Peter, Jesus himself asked the people, who do men think, who do men say I am? Some say you are John the Baptist. You see John the Baptist feature here. Some say you are Elijah right? because they saw John the Baptist as the Messiah. But John the Baptist himself confessed that I am not Messiah. Peter opened his mouth and said, you are Christ, the anointed one and in your anointing. And Jesus said, Simon, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but only my father. Have you received a revelation of who God is? Have you received a revelation of whom God is? So say, I did not know him. This is how I knew him. The one who sent me, the one who gave me the, the authority of my office, the one who gave me the power to baptize with water, said to me, he upon whom you see the spirit, Descend and remain. This one is he who baptized with the Holy Spirit. So Bible says, immediately as Jesus came to the Jordan to be baptized, John said, I need to be baptized by you. Not me. Why? Because he saw the Spirit descend upon him like a dove. And the heavens were swooping, and the voice said, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. John has baptized dozens, hundreds, thousands of people. The heaven did not open. The spirit did not descend like a dove. But the moment Jesus came to him, he said, the spirit descended upon him. Then he knew that this is the Messiah. That is why John said that I should be baptized by you, not me. And Jesus, the power, the dynamic power, gracefully did not lord it over him that the scriptures might be fulfilled. Beloved, how do you know him? And if he needed that spirit and we his disciples, how much more we need his spirit? Beloved, if you focus on this and keep your eyes in the power of his might. Beloved, when he began, the spirit came upon him and remained upon him. Amen. May the spirit come upon you and remain upon you as you go through this series in the power of his might. It is my prayer that you will give yourself to the word and allow the dunamis power, the inherent indwelling, infilling power from the Holy Ghost come upon you. And beloved, you will be blessed beyond your wildest dream. 
I believe that is where God wants to take us. That there will be a difference between you and others. Because the spirit of God is on you and remains upon you. God bless you as we bring this service to a close. I believe this has been a blessing unto you. Next week, we will continue in this power of his might. In the mighty name of Jesus. God bless you. Have a great week. And we look forward to serving the Lord with you. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your week.